Welcome to episode 106 of KapowCast. Oh, wow, the mics are so quiet. <laughs> it freaks me out. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're in like a sensory deprivation chamber yeah. right now. You got that eerie sil- silence. Uh, I am Mike, joined by Jeff Jefferson. Hey, guys. And Tony Vance. Hello. And we are going to do a, a talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a thing. We're going to do a round table. <laughs> we're going to do a talk about. A talk about of uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, one of the latest DC animated features. It is the latest, isn't it? It is the latest. You're right. Hell yeah. There's uh, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay coming out in April? April. 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 It's a new month. A April-ish. Lousy smart weather. The, uh, uh, it's right Batman, next to September. <laughs> Batman Ninja or whatever it is, the Batman anime <laughs> yeah. comes out in, I think, April. So. I really do not know what to make of that. At all. I don't know what to make of it, but I know I want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, hell. How can you not? It's, it looks so bizarre. Um, real quick before we jump into things, uh, we're doing something fun over on our page starting at, started on Wednesday. So today, as of this recording, it started. Uh, I had the epiphany to try to throw together in three days. Uh, <laughs> he had a dream, a vision. I had a vision, <laughs> and it had to be done. We are doing March Madness, Kapowcast style, on our page, uh, Facebook page, where we are pitting heroes against heroes in a tournament of fan voting, and it's just something fun to do. It's really um, fun. Yeah, it, I'm having a blast with it. Especially once you like find a horse to back, you're like, <laughs> all right, I, and you're like checking every five minutes, like ah fuck these losing, ah fuck. Yeah, it's man, tight. it's been a nail biter so um, far. We're on opposite ends of one right we now. We are, we are. Um, but I do have uh, the matchups here if, to pique people's interest. Uh, and we're doing, one side we're doing Marvel, and the other side we're doing DC. This is to avoid people voting due to publisher loyalty. Smart. <laughs> Make so, mine Marvel. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel side of things, we have Ant-Man versus Daredevil. Black Widow versus Deadpool. Doctor Strange versus Nightcrawler. Moon Knight versus Captain Marvel. The Hulk versus Vision. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Captain America versus Wolverine. Ooh, that'll be a contentious one. That's a good one. Spider-Man versus Thor. And Black Panther versus Iron Man. Did you say that you like <laughs> you 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 did all these random? Did you tell Yes, them? we put this in the um Random Fight Maker 3000, <laughs> which was essentially me with my eyes closed, moving my finger around. <laughs> he actually used a Ouija board. Yeah. Um, on the DC th- side of things, <laughs> that sounds like a, a commentary on their cinematic universe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we have uh, Aquaman versus Green Arrow. Hmm. Cyborg versus Green Lantern. I haven't decided which one yet. Uh, yeah, they've really upped uh, Cyborg's power set and yeah. uh, heavy hitter. I might just go with the classic Hell Jordan. Yeah. Oh, you haven't decided which Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I would probably go with Hell Jordan. Uh, the Flash versus Swamp Thing, which to me, that is like one of the most intriguing ones. Yeah, you could argue six ways to mm-hmm. Sunday with that one. Uh, Shazam versus the Atom. That should be an interesting one, too. Uh, Dr. Fate versus Supergirl. That should be an interesting one as well. Does like, Supergirl also have the same weakness of magic? Uh, it depends on which incarnation you're talking about, I think, because up until 
<coughs> up until I think New 52, she wasn't actually a Kryptonian. She was some sort of weird clone thingy mm. called Matrix or something like that. I don't know if she had Oh, any... I, that rings a bell. Yeah. So, uh, I haven't uh, I haven't followed since New 52. So, um we also have uh Batman versus Kilowog. Thought about I just wanted to throw another Green Lantern in there. Yeah, why not? It almost ended up being Lobo. But then I remembered that I hate Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> uh Wonder Woman versus Martian Manhunter. There's a barn burner for you. Yeah, ya. I'm going to have to give that one to Martian Man. That's a slobber knocker. Well, I mean, due to writing, it would probably be Wonder Woman winning because she's the most popular character. But mm-hmm. I, the power set is definitely heavily... I mean, he has all of Superman's powers plus intangibility and shape-shifting. Right. Although well, he, does, he does have a glaring weakness to fire. I though. was about to say, all she has to do is light a match. Yeah. Uh, and then Red Tornado versus Superman. I would like to see that one in real life. I feel like that one would be really interesting because, like, I feel, if we're talking about, like... Uh, Boy Scout Superman, I feel like he would hold back. Well, he's just a robot. True, but I mean, he—he's kind of like a like a maybe a lesser. Would you say he's a, like a lesser vision? Yeah, I mean, they're very similar characters in a lot of ways. He's definitely more. He has more of a like silverish, almost even golden age feel to him. Red Tornado does. I don't know how old the character is, but they definitely. I mean, he's a android created by a super scientist. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, so is Vision. Um. But yeah, if you haven't yet, head over to our Facebook page, Kapowcast2015, and vote. Some of those matches are up now, and there'll be more to follow. And Only you. It's, it's up to you. You can rock the vote. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling your 90s MTV That's right. youth reach program. Vote or die. Oh, I remember vote. <laughs> the, vote or fucking die. The dumbest fucking slogan in the history of humankind. Was it, I mean, was it brought to Florge by uh, Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> I uh, think wasn't it P Diddy? It was. I was gonna say it was P Diddy. It was P Diddy. Shit. Fucking a! Like that sounds like a campaign slogan from the fucking North Korea or something. <laughs> they don't even get to vote. Yeah, yeah I was supposed to say. Oh no! Vote. Uh, Kim Jong Un's won every election so far. Actually, <laughs> I wonder. Lands- landslide oh. victory. <laughs> Weird how that happens. Yeah. Um, Who dares oppose something like that? <laughs> I'm gonna so, run for uh, control of this country <laughs> while still being in control of it. <laughs> we uh, we sat around. We watched a movie, mm-hmm. and we were talk about it. We joked about killing prostitutes. <laughs> Although, after watching this movie, it really opened my eyes, and I said to myself, I'm never killing a prostitute again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they are people, too, this entire time. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of that. <laughs> they have feelings, too. Yeah. this. Mo- I mean, <clears throat> I guess that's the point of this movie. Um, we meant to do this quite some time ago four weeks four uh, roundabout yeah but <laughs> life finds a way <laughs> to to delay things from happening yeah well black panther kind of took precedent over this yeah. i think so well it is a movement yeah did you see the thing of a person they named their child wakandria Man, that's, yeah, that's the worst yeah. name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Wakandria Takala Jordan or something like oh, that. Oh, that's so bad. Like, why wouldn't, like, uh, why wouldn't you name him Shiri or? Yeah, one the, of the names from a, the actual character and not. And here's the craziest thing, right? The birth date on, on the deal that was shown was 217 of this year. Huh. How about that? Yeah. Like, what is that? Like the day after it came out? Uh, that's wild. Yes, I yes. guess they really like they, liked the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they they literally just were like, you know what? So did they have a name in place? 
and then they saw the movie and they're like, we're changing this. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they were just like, man, I don't know what to do. <laughs> let's name let's name it Takala. <laughs> <laughs> um I've heard worse names like Anywho. like Jaden. Um <laughs> Jaden Smith. <laughs> Or anything that Aiden. <laughs> Raiden's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can get behind Raiden. Um, so we watched Gotham by Gaslight. It was based on a comic from the 1980s, I, which I have 80s? not read. Was it, was it like that old? Eight, wow. Late 80s, I believe. No kidding. Yeah. I thought it was a lot uh, more recent than that. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent read. I don't remember it very well because it was a long time ago, but. I just remember like finding like the idea of it very bizarre to me. Yeah. I think and I was just kind of like, I don't know if I'll be into that. <laughs> I think it's, I thought it was super cool because I don't know, everything kind of clicked into place pretty well as opposed to a lot of other weird elsewhere, you know, elseworld ones. Like, what if we put Superman in feudal Japan? Right. And it's, or, you know, <laughs> the Justice League in the Wild West. They, this one has less of a gimmicky feel and more like, it seems more fleshed out as a, more natural as an actual world. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't just seem like insert character into time slot. The one thing I always, when I watch stuff like this, like you said, Elseworld uh, things, and like you could even look at like when they did, uh, they did the Gods and Monsters one. Yeah, which uh, was our very first show. Um, wow. <clears throat> you can look at that, and uh, sometimes. Uh, whether it's a book or, or animated film, like, or even like animated series. Cause like justice League did stuff like that. Like sometimes it can be distracting because there's always all these things where like, you're trying to figure out like, Oh, that's supposed to be this character. Yeah. Oh, that's that. That's that version of that character. Oh, that's a cool little call out. <laughs> um, and I, at first was worried that this movie was going to follow suit with that. It really, because didn't. like it opened up and like, Oh, there's the, you know, uh, version of Poison Ivy. Yeah. Oh, there's the version of the Robins. There's the, and then I was like, oh, okay, shit. <laughs> but then like, it, they kind of got all that all the way and, and it just, the rest of it just felt very flowy. Yeah. It didn't really play into the movie. Like, I mean, character traits from the characters played in, but they weren't just like really shoehorned in. Like they didn't all have superpowers or like fantastic abilities or. And the well, only one that really did was uh Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. With like she was really good with a whip, and that was about it. Yeah, like they didn't have like a version of Clayface or like anything more really obscure. You know, yeah, on like any a, of the really wacky ones, you know, like a Doctor Frieza. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Frieza, Doctor Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on Dragon Ball. Yeah, here we go again. Um, but yeah, I, I I always every time I see one of these Elseworld books or movies or anything like that, I'm always concerned that the call-outs are going to be a little distracting, but this one did it nice. It was subtle. It wasn't, like, so in-your-face. Like you said, it kind of felt like a natural part of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, they're... Most of them, you know, they just hinted at Mm -hmm. their original character inspiration. It wasn't overstated in any way, shape, or form. Um... But yeah, this was a very, if you want to see Batman, like go up against Jack the Ripper, which I, <laughs> is a very interesting. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Uh, idea. And I think also helps flesh out like this whole world. And uh, I enjoyed it. I did too. I really enjoyed it. It was strange uh, having Jack the Ripper in Gotham City as opposed to London. But yeah. It was a, but, you know, Gotham, <laughs> London always had like 
Victorian inspired roots to it. So Mm -hmm. it fit well, I felt. Now that you said that, I actually, I didn't even really notice or bring attention to that. I just kind of accepted it. Like it, it, I, I understood it was Gotham, but it still felt like London. Yeah. Uh, you're probably right. It's because the the backdrops were are very similar in their uh, structure wise. The good thing about it taking place in Gotham is that you don't have to hear a bunch of American voice actors with really crappy Victorian mm-hmm. accents. Um, and I liked. Uh, I was very unclear about who they would, because I didn't like. It's weird. Like I didn't know a lot about this as it was coming out. Mm-hmm. It just kind of. I don't want to say it was under my radar. But it just kind of was there, mm-hmm. and so I didn't realize like they had Bruce Greenwood doing the voice for Batman, who did him in like uh, Under the Red Hood, and uh, he also does Batman's voice in Young Justice, which I really like. Yeah, he like, sounds he's very, very similar to Bruce Tim. Yeah, Kim not Conner, Bruce right? Tim. Kim Conroy. Yeah, he sounds. I don't know what Bruce Tim sounds like actually, but yeah, he sounds like uh, Kevin Conroy. But uh, he, yeah, he's got a really good voice. Uh, he plays a good. His Bruce Wayne and his Batman sound different, which I like. Mm-hmm. Which is always a plus. You always need that. Yeah. I um, mean, even if they, I mean, most of the time they don't because they, you know, like they drop that in like the new Batman adventures and everything. And yeah, which always I, I always felt was a shame. I agree. You're a smart man, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Great minds think alike, baby. Um, there will be spoilers in this, but we'll let you know because we'll talk about the reveal. Yep. Unlike real life, when they they uh, they never found out who Jack the Ripper was, so. <laughs> <laughs> he got away scot free. What's cool is like I said. Uh, it seems like they definitely did do their research too on Jack the Ripper. Yeah. It wasn't just like, like they actually had like uh, Bruce Wayne at one point reading an actual letter of Jack the Ripper. And I don't know <clears throat> a lot about Jack the Ripper. Like I'm not mm-hmm. one of these true crime or um, aficionados or anything like that. They like, I don't try. That- I don't, I don't, I don't act like Cody and give rise to strangers while <laughs> listening to John Bonet Ramsey <laughs> cut you up podcast. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Cody. <laughs> I mean, most of the facts from what I remember were spot on other than, you know, it being uh, who it turned out to be. But uh, yeah, the letter, the excerpts from it were real. They cut out the part where he started blaming the Jews for pages on end. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to have some. Yeah, you know, I guess they could. You know, maybe we could just leave out the anti-Semitic aspect of the character. Nah, <laughs> put it in. Put it all in. Um. Yeah, I might have. I lost train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely um, aren't afraid to kill off character analogs in the show. No, um, not at all. No, I mean, they killed Poison Ivy in the first five, five, five minutes. Five yeah. minutes or so. Brutally stabbed to death. They killed uh, Sister Leslie Thompson. Yep. Uh, she was my prime suspect, although I didn't end up guessing who it was before the end of the movie. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> and like, we'll, we'll talk about it a little <laughs> bit more. <clears throat> and I think Tony was in the same boat as me. Like, there was one particular person I was like, okay, I'm for sure that it's that person. But then I was like, oh, shit, wait, maybe it's too obvious. Just a red herring, right? Then I was like, wait, maybe it's Alfred. (laughs) Alfred, I thought it might have been, too, but oh, we'll get into that. Will we, though? Nope. In fact, we're ending the episode right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's hard. I'm trying to think of, like, what else to to dive into, because I don't want to 
go too much into the spoiler territory yet. Um, they could talk about the animation. The animation was good. It was very good. Oh, right? I meant to ask you, was that Bruce Tim? I think it was. He produced it. He right? had, yeah. Um, it was heavily inspired by the original artist, who Mike Mignola of uh, Hellboy fame. You could tell. Like, there's a lot of similarities between Bruce Tim's animation style and Mike Mignola's drawing style because they both they like the big blocky characters that like you know very stylized with huge lantern like jaws. I always thought it was super cool. And it it fits really like Mike Mike Mignola fits well for a Batman artist, especially after that style was popularized so well by uh, Bruce Tim in the animated series. I am looking. I am looking. I'm trying to find his name attached to this motherfucker. <laughs> I just uh, took note of the the giant jaws and um the hourglass figures. Yep, which is like. Just a yeah, the way on. the way the women were drawn in particular, oh yeah, looked very. Um, it looked like something right out of his uh, portfolio. Yeah, his his <laughs> his famous portfolio, <laughs> his repertoire <laughs> of pornographic images of comic book <laughs> characters. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Certainly don't have any of those saved on my laptop. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you know that was always, it's one of the things that always kind of freaks me out about Bruce Tim. I'm like. I feel like there might be a weird, creepy side to him that... Oh, yeah. The weird fetish drawings he does? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like, like and, I'd like... And the weird, like, Daddy Dom stuff he had going on with Batman and Batgirl <laughs> in his later movies. Oh, God. That was... <laughs> or, like, the later, like, yeah. That was uh, where it crossed the line for me. I was like, no, oh, this is weird. Well, that's why people, like, lost their shit with... Uh, the killing joke. Uh, killing joke. Yeah. That whole subplot should have just went. They should have made the killing joke a double feature with something else that was shorter, I felt. Yeah, like um I think it just dis- detracted from the entire movie. Not to, yeah, not to get like out of soapbox, but like actually I went back and watched the killing joke. You could just fast forward past the first part of it. It really serves no absolute purpose no, whatsoever. It's just to fill a movie. I still have not seen it. Really? Uh, yeah, because your guys' reviews were so, like, <laughs> kind of... Uh, you know what to do, though. Past the first part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a really good adaptation of The Killing Joke. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to... I'm still intrigued because it's pretty R. Yeah. So, like... Well... That... Well, they do show Batman's dick. <laughs> no. His, come on. His pubes are shaped like the bat symbol, too. That's true. <laughs> That's talent. <laughs> he does a lot of Batmanscaping, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm pretty Bat-scaping. sure. Batscaping. <laughs> Batgirl, it's calling you. <laughs> it's the bat signal. <laughs> yeah, that played throughout the entire sex scene, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe we should stray from that topic. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> um, it's a very interesting, too, like this uh, world because it's. Especially in the climate of the world we're living in right now, you have Jack the Ripper like just saying how women are like putrid and <laughs> yeah. uh, just like what is he says something about like when he's going after Catwoman about her perfume, uh, he could smell the putrid scent of her perfume yeah. deca- covering her decaying something. Yeah. I don't know. Something really fucking Something very poetic. poetic. Yeah. <laughs> really creepy. Something that and... you really want in your wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the overly sweet stench of your perfume. Like, Burns covers. my nostrils yeah, or something like that. But it can't hide your 
decrepit flesh decaying underneath or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, he definitely has a really weird serial killer vibe going. (laughs) (laughs) A very obvious serial killer vibe. Um, That fit the character very well for how they, you know, the Jack the Ripper's personality presumably was. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's the whole, uh, like, when they're at the opening in the World's Fair, like, Selena Kyle tries speaking up and they're like, who are you, woman, (laughs) to have a voice? You're just a woman. Shut up. You're just a woman. Yeah, they definitely, uh, they knew how to treat ladies back then. I can tell you that much. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they treated them well. I just, <laughs> they no. had a set system of treatment for women. No, no, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a major reason I, I, I like the animated uh, movies from DC is because they can do all this, like, obscure stuff that, like, yeah. if, if, it was in a, if it was in a blockbuster hit movie, it would just get fucking rammed down. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wh- why are you ramming it down? It's historically this, this accurate. A, yeah, yeah, this is exactly how it was back then. We don't... You shouldn't whitewash history. I mean, not... Well, be it's just as bad as fucking Germans. Yeah, exactly. Not not it's current not, Germans, but... For whatever... I mean, because it, these are always released under such like a... Uh, I don't want to say... Just as like a smaller banner, like a... They don't have to be shackled too much, mm-hmm. yeah. By like what's PC and what is not PC, what you can and can't do. Yeah, right. It doesn't have. It doesn't. Most of them don't get major releases. Some of them did, right? Yeah, uh, Killing Joke actually uh, did have like uh, premiere at like a theater, which uh, is ironic because uh, it's arguably one of their weaker titles. And I think so did Batman and Harley Quinn. I want really, say too. which is ironic because that's one of the most panned titles out that, there. That <laughs> was like. I literally think that there are three people in the world that like that movie, and they're all sitting in this basement <laughs> right now. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. I don't know. It was pure fan service. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, there was just, it was like pop after pop. You can't, I mean, you got to know when, to, like, you got to look at what's being presented to you and the context that is being presented to you. Yeah. But I think so many people were stuck on with that one. Like, it was a return to that Batman the Animated Series world. Yeah. yeah. And it was a bit sillier than what they expected, but they went people silly. seem to forget that Batman the Animated Series also went silly at times. I Captain mean, Clown. Ca- I was just about to say, <laughs> Captain Clown. Batman! <laughs> it definitely was more towards the earlier, you know, the first season. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, I really liked the first season. You got to also remember, though, that that Harley Quinn movie came off the cuff right after Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and that... And that rendition love... of Hol- Harley Quinn. Yeah. And then the fact that it just, I don't know, the female perspective being so screwed. Did you hear... S- uh... <laughs> Excuse me. They're supposed to be doing a um, Harley Quinn animated series like for the Warner Brothers streaming. I don't think she's... Sh- I just don't, I'm not that interested in her as a you know titular character in a show. As long as... I think it could work as long as she's accompanied by other characters. Like, that character needs somebody to feed off of. Yeah, she really does. I mean, they never have her... She's always been a... She's a sidekick character. I mean... Yeah. Um, if they write it well, whatever, but I, I just don't have any initial interest in it. I'm surprised we didn't have, like, a uh, a nod to Harley Quinn and in this? Gotham by Gaslight. They didn't have a nod to the Joker, either. I was waiting for that. Yeah. I w- when they went to Dr. Hugo Strange's Asylum... Uh, you thought for sure. I thought for sure. I no, was like, we're to, gonna get yeah. some kind of hint of the Joker. Yeah. Like, no, not to any of the inmates. No, you know the Rogues Gallery. Not the, even, not even Killer Moth. The most uh, <laughs> or Wallflower. <laughs> I would say the most blatant nod we got was 
when Selena Kyle was talking to Harvey Dent and mentioning something about Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. yeah. Like that was like a little too, uh, not too on the nose. That was pretty on the nose, but yeah. In case you, I didn't hate it, by the way, this is two face, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the the reason they did that was to let you know that he was a, uh, leading suspect for, you know, you to figure out who the Ripper was, which is something I really liked about this. They did a good job of, uh, hiding the identity of the Ripper up until the very end. And, you know, throughout most of the movie, Batman is, uh, one step behind the Ripper the entire time. Like, He's going left and right, you know, out foiling him, getting away in the nick of time. He kills most of the people that Bruce Wayne cares about throughout the uh, course of the film. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's an excellent foil for the Batman character who you don't know if he's, I I suppose he's early in his career in this because they just start talking about that Batman creature I've been hearing about, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was good. It's uh, it was a very well done movie. Excellent fight scenes, too. I loved everyone yeah, had bare the, double boxing styles. The and, fight on the blimp? Yes. Which, if you're going to do a, a time fight. period piece in this <laughs> setting... <laughs> you got to have him on a Zeppelin. Baby. You got to have him fighting on a burning <laughs> Zeppelin. It's just... It's like a foregone conclusion. Yeah, that was the best <laughs> Zeppelin fight scene I've watched since The Rocketeer. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> How long were you waiting to get that one yeah, out? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Evan, there aren't enough blimp top fight scenes i gotta tell you no no um so that's another point for this film yeah i mean that's what warner brothers needs to do in their cinematic universe bring back the blimps hell yeah mm-hmm. police blimp. oh i didn't even think about it yeah this movie is the first time they brought back the police blimp in a long time did they have that in a harley quinn uh... i don't think so no maybe i don't know police blimps blimps in general are a terrible idea but well we're gonna chase you going like 20 miles an hour with this giant blimp that gets in the way of air traffic but you know yeah whatever and and anyone could see a blimp coming a mile away Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure gotham is just like a no-fly zone for outside yeah (laughs) you got you got the bat wing they have all these gliders yeah bat copters and you know nobody's coming in for approach on that that city (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what to add to that. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, we should probably get into the meat and potatoes, the spoilery part of this, the the reveal of Jack the Ripper, which yep. is different so if you read the comic. So if you read the comic and you're like, oh, I can listen to this part because I know, even though you haven't watched the movie yet. Wrongo. Wrongo, you can't you, because they changed it and it's different. You may or may not like the change in this. It's definitely something that I feel. It was bold. Yeah, it was bold. And not only was it bold, but it was smart in the way that... It was brave, too. (laughs) The character that they picked for it is an actual character. Yeah. A familiar character to people that even a casual fan would normally recognize the name. Like anyone that's seen any of the movies. (coughs) Initially, I thought it was going to end up being Harvey Dent. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I feel like they kind of tried to make that a little too obvious. Red herring. Like uh, even when Bruce Wayne gets arrested in it. Yep. Um, Harvey Dent's actually uh, going against him and actually like kind of give like an evil smirk at the fact that he gets him uh, prosecuted. Yeah, prosecuted. Yeah. And I, it's probably because Bruce Wayne was with Selena Kyle, who he had a a boner for. <laughs> yeah, he this was is definitely the most unscrupulous and unlikable Harvey Dent in yeah, anything. That's what I've I was thinking. Because usually normally he's a tragic villain. Yeah, but usually, in this he's just an asshole guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like I'm I'm used to always like liking the Harvey Dent version. Yeah, but or just he, the Harvey Dent character. It's a good character, but it's not a likable character. He's no, a, he's an alcoholic adulterer, and yeah, and he's also a shitty friend. Yeah, <laughs> Bruce Wayne's a great friend in this. Um, his portrayal <laughs> is he seems like a much more emotionally stable human being than the typical Batman. Batman, <laughs> yeah, which is weird to say. Yeah, it's very strange because like yeah, he's a good friend. He you know, he talks to people in non-stilted... Socializes. Yeah. He actually has a nightlife that doesn't seem like something that's just a cover for being the Batman 24-7. Right. <sighs> Keep on having a cough. I'm sorry. Um, Do you want me to massage your throat? <laughs> no. <laughs> get, get yourself some water, dearie. <laughs> um, Boil a little water and some honey in it. Uh, but the reveal of that spit water. <laughs> oh, that's my spittoon. I was inspired by the movie. Um, the reveal of Jack the Ripper. You find out it is a drum roll. <laughs> oh, that was. <laughs> that was the most erotic drum roll. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing. It is a uh, you heard it first, Inspector ladies. Gadget. <laughs> it was Inspector Gadget the whole day. He just shows up with his helicopter hat thing. And... I've been claw this whole time. <laughs> go go Gadget murder prostitute. <laughs> uh, go go Gadget whore knife. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> I need a minute to to rebound from that one. Um, Nope, nope. It's uh, Gordon. It was Commissioner Gordon the whole time. And like that was like, that's a twist. That's yeah. a hell of a twist. Because I, I don't know if, if you've ever, aside from maybe that one uh, Batman the Animated Series episode that was all like a uh, hallucination. Uh-huh. It was all a dream. Typically, you don't see uh, Gordon and Batman get pity against each other like that. No, especially of Gordon this badass. <laughs> like they, the big clues in it were which they all revealed at once at the end. But uh, the character was a well-trained fighter. He was left-handed. He uh, knew his way around an autopsy. And then when Bruce Wayne comes into Commissioner Gordon's house, they have all the telltale signs of a serial killer, like newspaper clippings. And then pictures of him as a uh, field surgeon Mm -hmm. during a war. So when we were watching this, I asked Jeff, we were like, do you have any idea? Do you know who you think it might be? You said you said two people. I I think I either I think I yeah, was it Harvey and yeah I think it was Harvey. And, oh yeah, you uh, said it was, he was like oh well, it was either Harvey Dent and I was like eh. I think it was like <laughs> or Gordon and I was like what the fuck? <laughs> I literally had four guesses until I like I don't even think I even guessed Gordon. Who you had four guesses? Yeah. Who were I, they? Um, one was uh, the first one was Hugo. Oh, okay. Um, he was a heavily implied suspect. Right? I thought yeah. he was too short. Um, the second one, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe they're going to go with like the, the new, um, crime scene details that they think Jack the Ripper's a female. So it's Selena. Yeah. Mm. Which she, um, I think they hinted that it might be her as well. And then, then I picked Harvey. Okay. And then I picked the old crazy bat shit lady. <laughs> <laughs> and she just start, start taking steroids or. Nobody picked, uh, I mean, psychotic. They, they, they range. She, in she's strength. got that crazy strength. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give Nobody it picked none. Leslie Thompson. I did. I guessed that, but I was joking. Although she <laughs> was a big ass nun with a lantern like jaw. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was like extremely tall. 
Well, everybody has to have big jaws in these movies. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, like uh, after Harvey Dent, like after they said he was like Jekyll and Hyde, I was like, okay, they're making it too obvious. So mm-hmm. it's most likely uh, Commissioner Gordon. I never guessed Harvey Bullock because... Uh, he was fat. Yeah, he was. Well, yeah, he was too fat. <laughs> unless he was wearing a fucking fat suit throughout the whole movie. And they just didn't develop his character really, except for he only had like a couple lines in the mm-hmm. movie. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like... It was weird, like, uh, I feel like the movie, like, once you, that whole ending with Batman fighting Gordon, like, it really picked up, and it, even, too, yeah. when, like, he's hunting Selina in, like, the World's Fair, and he's spouting off all that really fucking creepy... Yeah, uh, serial killer slam poetry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, essentially, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and, like, and also, too, you just see how, like, fucked up it is, because, like, it's funny, when I watched it the first time, it... it there's always like things that happen that you mm-hmm. don't quite catch the first time because you're not looking for them. And then when I was watching it the second time, I realized when you saw Gordon's wife, um, they were purposely not showing like one side of her face. Mm-hmm. Like you never saw it throughout the whole movie oh, until really? Batman's in the house and he discovers everything. And she comes in and you shows that he like scarred her face or something like that. And, yeah. With acid. Yeah. And she's like fucking Nuttier than a pet coon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was a JR euphemism. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you all right over there, Tony? Uh, the two things popped in my head. It was the Dukes of Hazard and then JR. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she starts going, I'm like, oh, he sanctifies us. Yeah. And, and like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, the movie really went from a uh, street level crime fighting. Uh, mystery drama to a psychotic thriller like something out of like the silence of the lambs or something at this point here's a question and i know we kind of talk about this earlier about how like if it's a wide release like stuff would be maybe dialed back a bit uh maybe at least as far as like the treatment of women in it and stuff like that but if they did like a live action depiction of this story Mm -hmm. do you think that would be something that the public would want to see like it could be like a hard sell, but it's like something like, you know, here's a version of Batman maybe you've never seen before. I don't know. They, It'd be they, hard for people maybe <laughs> to get her behind that idea. They're having trouble putting regular Batman on my <laughs> right True. Now. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I was going to say, the casual moviegoer would, would probably not be all that interested. I mean... Um, They'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> period pieces. Ooh. Or alliteration. If, but yeah, period pieces in general, like stuff that takes place in a different time are a hard sell, at least in the minds of a movie executive. Like, they'll take books, you know, say, like, uh, War of the Worlds. They're like, oh, that sounds like a good story. Let's put it in modern-day times and put Dakota Fanning in it. I'm like, oh, God. Maybe I should twist the question a little bit. Um, what if they did, like, a Batman movie, not necessarily something, like, set in, like, Gotham by Gaslight or anything like that, mm-hmm. but just a Batman movie that still had that like mystery thriller element. A more noirish Batman. Yeah. I think that'd be super cool. And if they did it right, I think they'd be able to do it. So like cause that's a like uh like the Dark Deco style. Mm-hmm. I think that would be amazing. Like if you got someone uh like maybe if you like paired a director with Robert Rodriguez and Robert Rodriguez could handle the technical side and the shooting side, like a director of photography or something. And then put someone else in the bench, you know, for the actual noirish content in it. Because mm. that's a side of Batman on N- film that we it. still haven't really got to see. Like they kind of tried to do it with this current iteration, like the Bat Flick Batman. Yeah. But still not a lot. We still haven't gotten to see that like full blown, like detective yeah, street detective, yeah. Mystery solving 
Batman. Yeah, like, I mean, there's elements of it in all the movies. Like, you know, in the Nolan movies, there's a lot of... The ballistics with the bullet and stuff like that. But most of that's, like, super high-tech stuff, which I appreciate because he's a fucking billionaire. I want gritty... Yeah. Like, like you said, like, noirish. Like him fucking shaking down places, you know, and, like, questioning thugs and... Actually doing, like, detective work, like, you know, uh, like in the Arkham games where you would uh, turn on, like, your bat vision thing and you can do the stuff where you could, like... Rewind crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. And like you yeah. could like see where a body fell and you could like go back and like, oh, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite aspects of those yeah. games. Was the, the detective side of things. I would, mm-hmm. I would get fucking pissed when I couldn't <laughs> figure it out, but yeah, it, no, it was, it was, you're right. Like, that's there's two elements of Batman I've always wanted to see on screen. A big brooding motherfucker, <laughs> and then the the uh, down and dirty de- de- uh, down and dirty detective side. Ooh, of it. more alliteration. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah, that's that's something I'd want to see. And like, and I know they've there, there was kind of rumblings that this is what the Batman was supposed to be like. Like where you you kind of going into it, maybe you don't know who the actual villain is, but there's like little cameos and spots from other villains of Batman. You know, mm-hmm. of course, maybe it's this guy. Shaking him, you know, shaking him down, or maybe it's this other person, or you know. So you see, like maybe like Edward Nigma, and you see Oswald Cobblepot, and you see, you know, a couple other people, right? You know, until he eventually figures it out or whatever. But I don't know, something that sounds good in theory, maybe, but maybe it's not practical enough for him to do. Sounds good, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's he, something the general general public just wants to see Batman kicking people's asses. Yeah, I think which is all, great yeah. too. Yeah, that's I mean, all they really want is that action. It's hard to do, especially in a Justice League film, because there's only so much of each character you can portray. And don't get me wrong, that scene in Batman v Superman at the warehouse is fucking oh, still yeah. one of my favorite scenes. That's well, it's Zack Snyder. He knows his way around a fight scene. Yeah. Um, I but I'm also a big believer on people don't know what they want until you give it to them. That's true. I mean, if you present it in a good way, and uh, don't sell them something that isn't going to be what the actual movie is going to be about. Don't make it look like it's going to be something that it's. You know. Yeah, which they always do, no matter what. I don't know what you're talking about. That's never <laughs> <laughs> misleading trailers. That's never happened. Before. Except for Marvel, they just show you the entire goddamn movie in their trailer. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was another. Would you say this was a home run for DC Animation, or would you say this was like a you know just a solid effort? It was. Well, cinem- like, do I think it'll sell well? I don't know, but I definitely think artistically, this is one of the coolest movies they've ever done. And it's one of my favorites for sure. I thought, really? yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really interesting. Um, just the, having that time period set yeah. is, just makes it so unique. It really does. It's, this is by one of their biggest, like one of their boldest, most adventurous outings that they've tried because mm-hmm. like they've had Elseworlds before, but the Elseworlds were in the aspect of, uh, uh, you know, still in modern day, you know, it was just, you know, a different universe. This one is in a different, universe and century which is, i'm hoping i'm hoping this opens up the opportunity for them to do a few more like off the wall elseworld books. oh hell yeah they have so many good ones and you can't talk about dc elseworld books and not think that okay you know what i think it's time they do a red sun yeah man i, red thought, sun they were, would be I so... thought i heard they were doing that <laughs> i think it's on their radar i think it's something that they've i know it's something that bruce tim has talked about wanting to do um, but I think it's only a matter of time before we get it. We have, like I said, we have Suicide Squad, Hell to Play coming out, mm-hmm. Hell to Pay, 
And it's then it's a movie about a, a haunted uh, hairpiece. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I, I still don't understand where the Batman Ninja falls in with the DC animation because it. it I, I think I think it's just a licensed Japanese. Yeah. Uh, I was, outing. I was thinking about this after you posted the the trailer for it. Um, remember the uh, Tales of the Gotham Knight or something like that? Oh, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was that one with Bane that was set in like Old West, but it was very Japanese. Style. Yeah. I think it that one is that one has resurfaced. Mm-hmm. It's in like a bunch of groups. People post it all the time, like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And I, they probably got wind of it, and we're like, well, let's, "Let's try this. Let's see what let's see what yeah. happens." I mean, plus they could grab another a whole another bundle of people with the anime side. Um, and they're also doing uh, the death of Superman again. Hell yeah! <laughs> Except, and I've seen clips or not clips, but I've seen stills from it as a twist. The death of while well, they're doing the death of Superman, the rise of the Superman. Oh, it's going to have Henshaw and Steel and Superboy? It's going to be a two-part movie. They're going like the Dark Knight Returns uh, aspect of it. I love Cyborg Superman. But as a twist, uh, from what I've seen, this looks like it's taking place in the new 52 continuity of movies that they've already done. Oh, really? Yeah. because Superman. interesting. Superman, uh, I saw an image of Superman with Lois, and he has like the collar. And he's not wearing underwear. And he's not wearing any (laughs) underwear. Dick's just flapping in the wind. (laughs) See, it's why you need trunks because it out uh, the tr- the tights outline your dick too much without them. <laughs> Is there such a well, thing as too much dick outline? You know, you got me. Well, there. it's ar- <laughs> it's an armor, isn't it? Yeah, it's got paneling. It's got it's got paneling. <laughs> There's lines. <laughs> um, they still haven't even flushed out that whole Justice League deal. No, no, there's still a lot more they can do with that. And the universe has been rebooted, what, twice since then? So, in the yeah. continuity. So I don't know if they're ever going to, they're going to keep adding on to this universe. They, I kind of hope they do. I don't want them to reboot. I mean, they could do new outings. I just, I've liked the idea that they've had like a, a continuity of movies. Yeah. And then they also still do the standalone ones. Yeah. I think it's done really well. It's like, a, it's just a nerd dream come true. Yeah. Well. It's a really, this is like, yeah, this is. Basically, you know, the shit to follow for any uh, comic book animation fan. There's nothing that even comes close, and there hasn't been in decades, man. <laughs> I mean, you hear that, Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get to it. Um, so I guess we should rate this. <laughs> <laughs> that was so evil. Oh no! I promise I won't use the phrase "murdered prostitute" in my rating system. I don't believe him. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> it's gonna um, be something about dead and prostitute together. How about you, Tony? What would you rate this? <laughs> Is nobody taking dead prostitutes? Is that what's happening? Take the dead prostitute. <laughs> I would give it um, a solid 8.2 out of 10. Hold on. <laughs> I thought that was Tony. I was like, 8.2 out of 10, Shamalama Ding Dong Twist. <laughs> I think Tony I just like had it. a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am going with the. Eight or seven point five out of ten little street orphan boys. <laughs> and uh <laughs> all right, I give it nine out of ten murdered prostitutes. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I said I wouldn't and I just did. We all know you were gonna do it, it's okay. <laughs> wait, wait, Mur- wait, wait. Murdered streetwalkers. Oh, oh. 
that was nice. Murdered, <laughs> murdered corner hustlers. Yep. Murdered ladies of the night. I thought I was surprised nobody took like uh, eight out of ten burning Zeppelin tropes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. When you see a when you see a Zeppelin in a movie, it's it's gonna burn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. It's another. I mean. It's, I feel really be bad. Like I, we very rarely watch any of these and go. You know what? I don't recommend watching that at all. Yeah, I think we. It's funny because we didn't really recommend Gods and Monsters, mm-hmm. no. and uh, it's one of their most highly rated. I know that blows my fucking mind. <laughs> like I didn't like the animation. <laughs> I didn't really care for the character. I thought very it was boring. Much. Yeah, I like their little side stories better than the main movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that movie was a letdown. That was a. I mean, it was cool in a lot of ways, and it's cool that they went out there for an Elseworlds style, but yeah, it just felt. It's like, like a me. to me. It's like it, that's like bottom of the pack with like Son of Batman and Batman yeah. versus Robin and yeah, the Bad Blood, Batman Bad Blood. Yeah, those are all like the animation wasn't very good in those. And those are connected to that New Fifty Two world, but just those those three movies just they kind of stand on their own, anyways. Because like, <sighs> there's no one for me. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a shame because like you can do a lot with the Bat Family, and they just kind of got the dollar store treatment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think that does it for this edition of Kapow Cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to head over to our Facebook page and vote on our polls for superhero March Madness. Um, if anyone's interested, the current polls that we have up right now. Um, not that it matters. Not that it matters at the time that you're listening <laughs> this. But, you know, maybe this will pique your interest. Here we have uh, Daredevil versus Ant-Man. Uh, Daredevil is currently leading with 52%. Fuck Horror, yeah. Horse shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Blind horse shit. We also, uh, we also just posted uh, The Flash versus Swamp Thing. And uh, Flash is winning with an overwhelming oh. 78%. As wow. big as everybody's voting so fast for The Flash. Because he runs really fast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the joke. Um, you can also check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network where all our new shows are posted. Uh, keep a lookout for us um, doing stuff. Because <laughs> we're out there doing it. <laughs> you ever start? <laughs> You got the gift of gab, Mike. I can give you. <laughs> you ever start talking? You ever start talking and you, you don't realize you like realize what you're gonna say? <laughs> you, you, you can't see your your destination. <laughs> no, it's just like oh no, it's not the destination; it's the journey. <laughs> That's how I've always viewed my sentences. Keep an eye out for us. Doing stuff. Doing, doing stuff. stuff like only we can do, baby. <laughs> Oh, uh, damn it. You can also find us on iTunes. Um, as we've said before, uh, if you're having trouble, you're not getting updates, uh, unsubscribe and then resubscribe as we are working on transitioning our RSS feed. And we'll let you know when that's all officially taken care of as we're still working on. I'm still working on how to get my Mac set up to upload directly to Pod Bros. It's, it's a pain in the ass. Um, you can also find us on Twitter which is now public because <laughs> apparently it hadn't been. We are you run... post? Wait. Oh no. These are Facebook polls. Yeah. You can't post them over yeah. on Twitter. Bullshit. We, uh, we, uh, we run a tight ship here. Just nothing but the finest. <laughs> yes. Nothing but quality rehears- content. Rehearsals and all that stuff. 
Um, we all have scripts that we read from. But what I was going to say... Teleprompters. <laughs> now I remember where my conversation was going. Be on the lookout for us to possibly start doing... Uh, Stuff. Riff tracks. Yeah. Hell yeah. Commentaries for... Maybe some classic Saturday morning cartoons and such. And maybe even some porn. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that with Throbcast. Yeah. One sweet day. One sweet we'll day. St- we'll start out with Saturday morning cartoons and then work our way up. <laughs> this is the natural transition. <laughs> One sweet day, like Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. <laughs> All right, well... Well, speaking of which, it's the end of the road. Yes. Um, <laughs> good segue. Uh, feel free to e- uh, email us at kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, no questions this week because I forgot to ask for them, but if you have any questions, you can post them on our polls, and you can post them on our page, or you can ask us on Twitter, you can email us, you can message us personally. There's so many ways to get a hold of people. There's no hiding. There's no hiding from the government. <laughs> The government took my baby. (laughs) Oh, no. All right. I think we should probably end this. Probably. (laughs) Seems as good as time as any, right? Uh, Yeah. We we were already deep, deep into the rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. Until next time, I'm Mike. I'm Tony. And that's Jeff. (laughs) 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 I'm glad you're dead. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Kapowcast.